Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book Anti-Fragile, Things That Gain from Disorder. Before we begin, it is essential to explain the term anti-fragility. In this book, it refers to the antithesis of fragility. When it comes to the antithesis of fragility, you might think about things such as robustness, strength, and unbreakability. But in Talib's opinion, these words are, in essence, a mere guarantee that something is not easily damaged, or at best, unharmed. They don't mean things that benefit from being harmed, shaken, or otherwise affected. The opposite of fragility doesn't mean that some things suffer no damage, but rather thrive and grow when exposed to volatility, randomness, disorder, and stressors and love adventure, risk, and uncertainty. It's a global phenomenon that had no name, and so to describe it, the author coined the term anti-fragility. Let's see an example of anti-fragility in action that has had an impact on the author. Talib's hometown, Beirut, is the capital city of Lebanon and has been destroyed and rebuilt roughly eight times in its nearly 500-year history. The city was almost wholly ravaged in the eighth occasion during a civil war, but it has since been rebuilt again, and more beautiful. What made Beirutians proud was that during Reconstruction, they also unearthed a law school from the Roman era that had been buried since an earthquake in AD 551. The reconstruction of Beirut was better than a phoenix, which returns to its original state after being destroyed, but even better. That is what the author means by anti-fragility. This isn't the first time that Taleb has invented a new phrase. Prior to writing this book, he also proposed a theory called the Black Swan Theory, which became quite well known. He named his theory Black Swan after a popular folktale. For most of history, Europeans thought that swans were white and could only be white because they had only ever seen white swans. The first Europeans to step foot on Australia, though, were in for a shock, they saw black swans. This story illustrates the significant limitations and fragility of the knowledge that we acquire through observation or experience. Hence, Taleb refers to sporadic events that create significant impacts once they happen as black swan events. Feel free to look up our bookie of the black swan to learn more about black swans in your own life. To introduce his ideas to the world, Taleb published two books in which he predicted black swan events that would send shockwaves throughout the entire world. The first was Fooled by Randomness, published in 2001. In that book, he spoke of the possibility of a plane crashing into his office building. His readers regarded it as a random example at the time. Later that year came a world-shaking event, the September 11th terrorist attacks on the United States. The other black swan event was the 2008 financial crisis. Taleb was the only high-profile individual in the financial world that not only predicted but anticipated this recession, having had published his predictions in his 2007 book The Black Swan. Thanks to his advanced prediction of the crisis, the funds managed by Taleb weren't affected at all by the ensuing recession. It was quite the opposite, they made a tidy profit ranging from 65% to 115%. How was Taleb able to swim against the tide like this? Why is he seemingly able to predict these globally significant events? We can find the answers to all these questions from the book Anti-Fragile. Here, Taleb explains the rules of survival in an uncertain world. 
He also points out that once these rules are mastered, they will become the navigator of our lives and our ultimate guide to self-preservation during black swan events that could occur at any time. In this bookie, we will give you a comprehensive introduction to the mechanism of antifragility in three parts, which in turn will help you learn to achieve antifragility in an environment full of uncertainties to safeguard your life. Part 1. What is antifragility? Part 2. Why do we need antifragility? Part 3. How can we achieve antifragility? Part 1. What is antifragility? In modern society, with our increasing technological knowledge, we are drifting further and further away from the survival mindset of our ancestors. Our lives may seem safer and more comfortable, but we are facing more unpredictable and escalating risks, from large such as the September 11th attacks, the financial crisis, and the COVID-19 pandemic to local ones like the death of a family member or inclement weather. Therefore, successfully mitigating risks when they appear is one of the main challenges we face in society. Taleb believes there is only one tool to use against this, and that is to have antifragility. So, what are the specific mechanisms of antifragility? Where do they originate? Let's talk about this issue in detail. To understand antifragility, one must first understand the triad of risk in Taleb's framework. The triad of risk refers to the three different states in which things are exposed to risk, fragile, robust, anti-fragile. Fragile things prefer a peaceful environment, robust things can withstand adversity, and anti-fragile things thrive in chaos. In the case of interpersonal relationships, friendship can be fragile. If a conflict of interest occurs, one side may immediately cut ties with the other. That is an example of fragility. In a romantic relationship, two lovebirds that are obsessed with each other, to the point of codependency, can be indestructible. Obstacles from parents or society only makes the couple ignore each other's weaknesses and faults. That is anti-fragility in action. Family bonds sit in between the two opposite ends. Blood ties will not alter because of anything that happens, that is robustness. In reality, we can see the triad of risk in all fields. Fragility and anti-fragility are two different phases on the same spectrum. In the case of individuals experiencing significant disasters such as an earthquake, a car accident, bad luck in romance, or loss of a loved one, some will suffer from post-traumatic stress syndrome, while others will grow and become stronger following the trauma, gaining post-traumatic growth. Then, we will say that the former is fragile, while the latter is anti-fragile. After learning about the triad of risk, let's take a closer look at the mechanism of anti-fragility. There is a hierarchy of antifragility, ranging from low to high. Some basic forms of antifragility can be found in the concepts of the two medical examples of Antidotum mithridatium and Hormesis. Antidotum mithridatium is named after the legend of King Mithridates IV, who ruled over Pontus in Asia Minor. He went into hiding after his father was assassinated, protecting himself from being poisoned by ingesting little amounts of poison every day, just under the amount that would kill him and gradually increasing the amount. With this grown immunity, his enemies would not be able to poison him. We can see that the immunity produced by this unique toxification method is like the modern vaccines we receive today. It's not quite anti-fragility, but it is an ancient example of robustness that is so strong it is almost anti-fragility. Hormesis, a pharmacological effect, takes a step further in anti-fragility than antidotum mithridatium. 
Hormesis is when a small dose of a harmful substance is beneficial for an organism, acting as medicine. For instance, plants, like vegetables, have a natural toxin in them that repels invading herbivores. When we consume the right plants, these toxins can stimulate our body's development. Antidotum mithridatium and hormesis are basic, individual forms of antifragility. That is because the subject derives very limited benefit from them. In addition, once the external affliction exceeds a specific dose or extends to other areas, it will be detrimental to the subject. There is also a higher level of antifragility that is called systemic antifragility, with a wider reach and impact. We can comprehend systemic antifragility through the antifragility of humanity. Relatively speaking, each individual's life is fragile. Drastic environmental changes, or sudden illnesses, can debilitate some individuals or even claim our lives. But after a disaster, there are always individuals who survive and continue to procreate. In this way, the surviving individuals pass on their genes to their offspring, which then acquire traits that can adapt the environment better. As such, from an individual perspective, one person alone is vulnerable. But under natural selection, the favorable genes are preserved and passed on to future generations, so the future humans in turn become more resilient and possess a biological level of group antifragility. From this perspective, nature itself is anti-fragile. Even if nuclear weapons can wipe out most life on Earth, some microbes will emerge from the rubble and evolve into new life forms. Antibiotic resistance also reflects the antifragility of bacteria. While some of the bacteria are eliminated when antibiotics are applied, those that survive will become increasingly tenacious. Now that we've learned about systemic antifragility, let's revisit the hormesis concept that we mentioned earlier. You'll probably realize that it's also a kind of systemic antifragility. How so? The human body is a complex biological system. When something dangerous invades the system but loses the fight, the weaker cells are replaced by stronger ones, and the body improves as a result, like chemotherapy to treat cancer. With an understanding of different levels of antifragility, let's further explore the source of fragility, antifragility, and robustness. The conflict that acts upon something and tests whether or not it is antifragile originates from a combination of volatility, randomness, and stressors. So let's think about evolution. If an animal has 10 offspring in a stable environment, all 10 of them might live to adulthood, but they might not know how to survive hardship. If that same animal has 10 offspring in an unstable environment, if, for example food is high up in trees, the offspring who can't climb the trees will die, but the stronger ones who can will live. The surviving offspring reach adulthood and have children of their own who are also strong enough to climb trees. The unstable environment makes the anti-fragile, rather than the peaceful and easy life. Here's an example from daily life, which might be more relevant to you. Suppose a husband has a stable job that allows him to arrive home at 6 p.m. every day on the dot. If he is five minutes late on any given random day, his family are likely to worry that something bad happened to throw off his routine. But if that man worked at a job where he didn't have a set return time, instead coming back any time between 6 o'clock and 7 o'clock, the family won't worry as much when it is 6.30 and he is still not home. The family has gained anti-fragility from his irregular hours. Anti-fragility is better understood as the product of stress. For example, skilled workers are, to some extent, 
more anti-fragile than civil servants. Because civil service positions are generally stable, they do not have the pressure of constantly acquiring new knowledge to meet the challenges of a changing environment. For that reason, their jobs contain lower risk. Due to constantly advancing technology and knowledge requirements, skilled workers will always face new challenges, which force them to stay competitive and adaptable by learning under continual pressure. Thus, the jobs of skilled workers can be regarded as anti-fragile. That concludes the first part of our bookie. Let's do a brief recap. To understand anti-fragility, one must first understand the triad of risk, fragile, robust, and anti-fragile. Anti-fragility can also be divided into different levels. Elementary forms of anti-fragility include antidotum mithridatium and hormesis, while a higher level of anti-fragility is systemic anti-fragility. Regardless of the level of anti-fragility, it all stems from randomness, volatility, and stressors. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now. Dir hat dieser Podcast gefallen? Dann klicke jetzt auf Abonnieren und empfehle ihn weiter. Bleib immer auf dem Laufenden und folge uns bei Twitter, Instagram und Facebook. Mehr Podcasts findest du auf meinpodcast.de.